I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to the show. Uh, it is Thursday Night Pines. We're going to be previewing next Leicester versus Liverpool Monday Night Football. Um, I am still joined uh, by Chloe Gloxham, by Chris Pajak. Uh, we've got Bloodstraw and we've got Bizzle Bond as well in the studio. Uh, but we had a super chat about you boys. The Ram Stand says, Big up my boys, Stow and Bizzle on Redmen, Zabby W. And then this, I don't know what most of that means, but who is that? It's clearly love. Who was that? I have no idea. Whoever he is, Zabby W. Big ups, bro. Yeah, big up. Yeah, that's right. Um, right, let's preview the game then, shall we? Um, Chloe, Leicester. Um, not Leicester, Liverpool. <laughs> not Leicester. Don't don't not win against Leicester. Yeah. Um... If I've learned anything this season, it's to really not get my hopes up because I just do not know what's coming. Liverpool have got a run starting, um, but if you know things from this season haunt us, and hopefully that's not the case, then Liverpool can struggle against Leicester. But they're in a dire situation. We need three points. And you know what? They have sets of fans do my head in. Uh, so if they went down, I really wouldn't be that bothered. Um, take Jamie Vardy, would you? So, yeah, it's it's one of and them. His where, wife. Yeah, and his yeah. wife. Um, we need to be careful. We need to be fully focused because they'll want a reaction because they got battered by Fulham. Um, and their fans booed them. Their fans started, you know, the whole Everton thing saying, you're not fit to wear the shirt. So I'm assuming there's going to be some reaction. Liverpool just need to be as hungrier because we're going for a potential top four. I really thought they would have dragged themselves out of it by now, Chris. You know, they brought Vardy back in. And obviously he's, he's old and done, really, isn't he? But he's bagged a couple of goals. They've got... Like, he scores back. against us as well. He always does every single time. Um Harvey Barnes is in good form. You know, they've got Madison. They've got they have got good players there. Um, I, yeah, I'm amazed at, at how they didn't beat Everton. But when I watched that game, that was meant to be the relegation decider, and all it showed was why both of those teams are scrapping for relegation. Yeah, it's tough, and as Chloe says, people have to be careful, don't they? I mean, Monday night game, 
it's at least that I'm with you, Chloe. I hate their fans, the clackers they've got, and the fucking all that <laughs> shit that they have to bring to the party. They put a drum in right next to the away end, and they bang the drum as well, so you can't keep a tune in the away end. It's just not a nice place to go to, um, Leicester generally, and then the football <laughs> club. Um, so I, I despise it to be honest with you. I, I've been that way quite a few times, and I hate it every single time I've gone. There's no parking anywhere near the ground. They're just shit, really, aren't they? And they <laughs> like. The, the um yeah well that all that all of that um so they just it needs to be none of our business and I, and at this point you know I, I, we could get into the whole well Everton did us a favour against Brighton we could do Everton a favour against Leicester whatever like if that's a if that's a knock on effect who gives a shit on ultimately Liverpool just need to win this football match the relegation fight is nothing to do with us let's make sure that it stays nothing to do with us I mean. It's, it's going to be tough because, for whatever reason, Leicester are on Monday Night Football for the 15th time this season. Genuinely. And it's like, you know, it's this won't, if we win, this won't be the game that relegates them, but it's practically nailing the coffin. So you know they're going to come out, bats against the wall, they're just going to come out swinging. They have to get a result. We need to be street smart in this game specifically, and we just need to make sure that early on we give them no chances and then we just let our quality shine through. Trent's in unbelievable form. And we just need to put the game to bed as quickly as possible. But it's like Chloe said, is I've just not got my hopes up much this season. And I'm just hoping that not getting my hopes up again will carry us through to a victory. Chloe mentioned it before, but the the fact that we play last, you know, so we don't yeah. have that opportunity like last weekend to get the points on the board and have them stew on it. But there is actually it can kind of work both ways. You know, if, say, yeah. if they get the points on the board, then fine. But there is something too, no matter what happens. They're, everyone involved in that Newcastle players and United players and the Brighton players are probably going to be watching that game on Monday night and we've, we've done this to City for years that's when we just need to go and put a performance in yeah, and, and that, you can add the stress no matter what, what, well, what you else they've done you've seen Callum Wilson come out in an interview and I was reading it before and he was saying that I thought Liverpool were done and I could smell Champions League football Liverpool need to relax the smell of Champions League is gone now and I'm nervous is what he said so if he's coming out and openly saying that it's going to be. We did this a couple of seasons ago where we were well out of it. Allison's header, and then we beat United at Old Trafford, and then somehow we scraped top four. Did it final game of the season when I think Middlesbrough 4 0, Wijnaldum scores that screamer, and we scraped top four then. And it's. I don't want to get my hopes up. I just feel like if there's any team that would scrape top four from the position that we're in, it would be us. And I just feel like if there is a team that might slip up, I do think it would be Newcastle. Oh. I think both. I think both of them are vulnerable. I think United are equally as vulnerable as, as Newcastle at the moment. I think it help. I think it does benefit us to an extent playing last because teams know what we're capable of. And if if we do win, we're we're still just right on the heels. And it also should provide that extra motivation for us to ensure a win as well. Because if if the results went our way on Saturday and we were to draw or lose the game, then I mean, there's all that, all those different variables. I think we just need to, we just need to obviously focus on beating them. That's I think there's that. That, that thing we've been in that situation before, haven't we? And I, I, I would bank on our team, hopefully. And look, hopefully it's not the team that played the first three quarters of the season. It's the team that's finishing it, or the team that's played countless years of brilliance before it. But being able to play in that environment, I would trust us playing last to go and get the win yeah. more than I would maybe trust the United team or the Newcastle team. I'm not point. impressed with Leicester at all at the moment either. I think, yeah. they're, I think they're playing. Horrible, horrible football. So, I'd I'd, I'd like to be um, confident that we that we get a result against them for sure. Uh, we normally we tend to do well away from home against them as well. 
Well, we've had it. Can you say that? But you know, we 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 went there for the charity shield already this season. We're gonna pick up a piece of picked up the big fifty p. <laughs> <laughs> a big plate up for the start of the season. Won some silverware this year already, lads. Don't oh. forget that. Um, Strolls behind the goal. Yeah. <laughs> so we know. Honestly, your material is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, look, we, we have been there and won already this season. And to the point, we, we actually have... We've had a pretty good record against Leicester, by and large, for, in recent years. We have... We didn't score against them at Anfield earlier on in the season. Wout Faze had to come up and score two for us. If there's, <laughs> if there's anything... The, the thing that worries me is Liverpool conceded two to Nottingham Forest. We conceded three to Spurs. You know, we've had games where we've had to outscore teams. And Leicester still have goals in their yeah. side. They still have ways to exploit us, running off the shoulder and behind. Um, and the other thing is, I know you mentioned, you know, playing last might actually help us, but... If someone drops points, there's even more pressure on you because you've got to capitalise. You might as well play first when you are all there's you are all on the same level. Where if they drop points or if you, you can just mentally you can yeah, switch but you off. Don't, yeah, but you don't get to pick what order the fixtures. Yeah, you don't. Back back team, season, I get it, but it's it, it it is a case of stop being such a shit house, Chloe. We'll be better. We're, 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 I'm not saying we won't win a game. We're miles better than Leicester. Yeah, Leicester literally. are fucking shit. But I thought and we were miles down. better than a lot of teams this season. No, it's season. true. But like the, since we've started playing well, no one's beaten us. Yeah, at, like you said, we're outscoring teams. We are conceding. We are conceding a number of goals, but we're outscoring teams. The goals are back, which is what we, we were miss. We were desperate for goals at the first half of the season. Got big key players coming back into the team. Um, yeah. I can think, I can I say something that's going to make well. yeah? Can I say something that's going to make Chloe feel worse about this? Mm-hmm. Who's in charge for them? Dean Smith. Yeah. Um, twice beaten a Liverpool side by five goals. Can you name the games? Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Um, Norwich. Aston Villa. They're both Aston Villa. You definitely didn't beat us for Norwich, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we, we, we'd stick up five against them. Aston Villa, seven. Oh, wait, the... Liverpool, two. Was, that the, was, the, oh, right. was the other one when we were in Qatar? The other one was yeah. the... Uh, oh, we you were at that game, Chris. It was the League Cup fifth round where Dean Smith's Aston Villa side Who beat up our children. beat up our kids. <laughs> Absolutely shocking display of child abuse. I had, I, had good, I had a good time at that game, apart from the loss. Like The atmosphere mm. was quite good. Yeah. Yeah, then I remembered that like Ross and Tom were in Qatar well, and we were in Birmingham. Wasn't yeah, Critchley in charge? Yeah, 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 yeah. was in charge for that one. Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott's Tricky Reds. He's 16 and basically acting like Gerard, like G in the crowd and yeah. stuff. It's brilliant. Out of corner. Um, I, I reckon we can win and, you know, I'm, I'm like I'm really actually excited to watch Liverpool kick a football about. Yeah. The only thing is, is we've been here before the seasons where we've lost out on a point here and there we've had too many draws we've not capitalized when manchester city dropped points on the on the weekend and no it's not the same type of pressure these were near 100 point wins but i look at manchester united fixtures and i think dead game dead game dead game dead game newcastle's the one where i think wow they've got three really it really does, tough games it does there come in, come into our favor a little bit yeah we have to obviously play behind the other teams this time around but like when you've got yeah, Chelsea Man United game midweek and stuff like that. Obviously, it swings and rounds. Brighton Newcastle as well. So yeah. for me, if I was going to pick one team to play late against, I would probably pick Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, yeah. I say just in terms of those 
fixtures that we that we mentioned. Um, I mean, the Villa and Tottenham. Do we, do we care about Villa Tottenham in this anymore? Is that do we think? Are we think? Are we concerned about there? Is that all done and dusted at this point? Probably. Leeds Newcastle at all kick off as one. You know, if, if that's, a, that's a big game. That. Yeah. That's, a that's one that I'd watch. I'm watching with intrigue, definitely. Because it's Big Sam, because it's Ellen Road, and Ellen Road can be hostile, especially when they're fighting for for the survival in the Premier League. That is that's a tough game for Newcastle. That I feel like that's the sort that's the sort of the game that's Sam Allardyce would get you G'd up for. That's a, that's a, that's a Sam Allardyce game in context. That that's what he's made for. Is those kind of games. Leeds have been getting absolutely battered at home um, and away. But the fact I'm sorry about that, Leeds. Um but the Sam's first game was Manchester City. You're not expected to win that anyway. You're not expected to win Newcastle, well, you but you're, you're at home. Calibre, I Chloe. know, Come yeah, on. it's true. Sorry about that. Um head to head with Pep Guardiola there. This is a game that on paper they probably shouldn't win, but they need to get something out of it. It's not a case of you could you know, oh well, it's Newcastle, look at where they are. They're running out of games. Um and that being Sam Allardyce's first home game, hopefully they can do something for us and for themselves. Wolves are playing Man United at three o'clock, and for what it's worth, they're in as good a run of form, a recent form as Manchester United. In fact, they've won more games in the last five than than United have. United have only won two, drawn one, of their la- and lost two in the last five. Wolves. I've been the Bournemouth games are for United. Hmm. Bour- yeah, Bournemouth, Bournemouth away, Bournemouth away. They've just play. lost to Chelsea. Yeah. Someone had to beat them eventually. They're still in there, though. They're still there. They're not. 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 They're the Wolves one is the one that I think I will not be paying attention to because we'll be occupied. Yeah, that's you know, the one where you make something might happen. And then. you just get a you get a you, your chest of pictures is, and what a Wolves are winning one 0 with, with five minutes to go. Is there any good three pm kickoffs aside from that that I will legally watch somewhere? <laughs> In terms of the other three pms, <laughs> Southampton Fulham no, Chelsea Forest. Could nah. have a deciding tell t- on the uh, relegation oh, battle. I mean, if the season went on a couple more months, that'd be a relegation battle. That yeah. <laughs> Villa, Villa Tottenham in terms of scrapping out for the remaining European places is definitely an interesting one. Villa at home, yeah. United Wolves, Palace, Bournemouth, and on Sunday Everton City. Dear God, Everton has so much trouble. Um, <laughs> Brentford West. Ham. I think Everton might have enough points right now to yes, stay up. Genuinely. That's how bad everybody else is. Arsenal, <laughs> oh, Brighton, well in bed. <laughs> Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. 
And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Right, sad. Okay, let's talk about Liverpool then. They had a little break. Chris, the players went to Barcelona for a few days. It was an interesting move for the manager, to be honest. Um, you know, they've had this quite intense sort of schedule. I wonder whether it's a team... It's just taking the pressure off, yeah. taking the eyes of everybody off them, isn't it? And, and making sure that they're comfortable in themselves. I'm not sure it's a great plan because whenever we've gone to do these, like, Mad mid-season trips. So I know they're more training trips, those ones and stuff. And this looks like a sit by a pool and it, it, suntan. It did, no. but like also like they're not that good at the new system, are they? You know, <laughs> like, there's definitely work. Who's do doing it, it in the it. pool? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. But so I, I think it's really strange. So I'm interested to see what happens here because I can see this one going both ways. To be honest with you, because you lose against Leicester. And it's because you've taken your players yeah, away. Yeah, that'll all yeah. come back and haunt you, that. That'll yeah. definitely come back and haunt you. Yeah. Um, in terms of the team then, Biz, what do you reckon? Gapo played midfield last time. Would you be doing that again or would you be putting him back? No, I think we'd, be, we'd play a bit safer, I think. I think he might drop Nunes again, play what mm. we've been playing recently. Uh, Gapo, number nine. Diaz, Salah. Um, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's what he'll go with. Because like you said, like they're quick on the counter-attack and... Um, I think teams will start putting a lot of pressure down their left side, our right side, with Trent's new position. And players like Harvey Barnes are quite dangerous in positions like that. So I think it would be silly to, to go over there and be too attacking. I think you've got to be very mindful of their players. It feels like, um, Straff, feels like Darwin's had this go. And yeah. it, it's a big call from the manager if he does stick him in again, to be fair. you know, And it would be very Jürgen Klopp for us to be sitting here going, no, 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 come on, he's had a couple of goes now, it hasn't quite worked out for him. It would be very Jürgen to go, no, go on, I back you, go out there and do it again. But it does mean Henderson should be fully fit for this one. You got the impression that him not being available and Thiago being out injured was one of the reasons why he did that at the weekend. <laughs> so it is an interesting call whether he chooses to go with that or not. Yeah, I think Henderson definitely comes in, just for his leadership and just for the, the magnitude of the game and the running. We need the points. And the thing with, with Nunes is, look, has he... 
has he hit the ground running? No. Has he shown some potential? 100%. Like, you look at his first season in Benfica to his first season with us, it's practically symmetrical. It's so similar. It's untrue. He doesn't understand English properly yet. I think now is the time to take him out the firing line. Gatpo's been phenomenal since he's come in. He's really took to that Bobby role. And I just think that that front three is a lot more fluid than the front three he's tried in the past couple of weeks. The good thing about Gakpo is, is you can put him anywhere and he does a job. He's just yeah. that good. But I, yeah, Nunes needs to come out of the firing line for me. Nunes looks too raw, whereas Gakpo yeah. looks more of an established starter. And he's polished. Yeah, he, 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 yeah. Like he, his first few games, Gakpo, everyone was like, oh, I'm in an R in, is he going to be a good signing? But he's fit that role superbly that he's been put in. And it's not his natural role, whereas Nunes just looks raw. He looks like... He looks like tenacious and it's like, perfect to come off the bench, Captain Chaos. Just throw him on yeah, for the last ten minutes. Literally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that Diaz and Jota's the other big question, isn't it, Chloe? And I mean, that's maybe that's one of the reasons why you can afford to take Nunes off the firing line is because no matter what, you're going to have one of Jota or Diaz to come on regardless. We've got four lads in good form for three places. Nunes, if you could get him up and running, which I think we've tried, you're laughing. You're beyond laughing. But I wonder whether it's a problem that they can afford to park now almost until the summer. Not to say he's bombed out, not to say he doesn't come off the bench in games, but we're at the point now where I think the lads are right. You go back, Gakpo feels like the one, him and Salah now feel nailed on, and then you're making a call between Jotter and Diaz who starts. Everyone plays their part this season, and I think Klopp can look at Nunes and say, look, Everyone thinks you're a flop, but you've got this amount of goals. You've influenced the game. You're just settling in. It's your first season. You don't. There's a lot of factors around Nunes and why he's not <laughs> hit the ground running. He's also being bought at the same time that Erlen Haaland's yeah. being bought into the Premier League, into the other top team in the Prem. Um, so there's a load of factors where you can just say. I'm going to give you 15, 20 minutes here. Luis Diaz is still coming back from injury. I'll probably give Gakpo a rest 70 minutes in. He likes doing that. And you bring Nunes either on the left or up top, Jota on the left or up top. You, you've got the option to do that. So, yeah, I'd I'd take Nunes off because if I'm, I'm being honest, he just he doesn't influence a game. And West Ham away... Cody Gakpo was the star of the show. He held the ball up like Firmino. He really did. He took the sting out of the atmosphere. Um, although, I mean, it wasn't a great atmosphere by the West Ham fans anyway. But I, who do I want starting up top and holding the ball up against Leicester when they're in, the tight, in a you know relegation battle, which West Ham were at the time? Cody Gakpo, Darwin Nunes... He hasn't learned how the, how to press as well in the system, and counter the the way we counter press is what ultimately gets you in the start and eleven at this moment. I also bring Diaz back. He got a break the other day. Jota started, swapped them round again, um, and you just keep you keep telling the lads, look. Be heroes because this season has been absolutely woeful. But if we get top four, my God, I will I, I will feel just as excited as I did last year going into next season because I'll think new signings, look at the from four, from five. You know, we're in top four, we're in Champions League. You feel like you have gone and won something because it seems so far away. So if you just say to those lads that they've all got a part in the next three games, you should all be used, but we need to win we need to be yeah. straight at it from the off I think they'll all understand yeah I think f- for me I, like I actually like Gakpo in the middle of the park as well I, I agree I think Gakpo's much better in the nine as everybody said I expect him to go back to Gakpo in the nine mm-hmm. but it wouldn't shock me if Jota started up front and Gakpo mm-hmm. played mm-hmm. in the mid still 
you know, and, and Nunes was taking out the firing line that way. Yeah, I think, and I think that's what he's aiming Jota. for for next season, mate. I think he's going to try and utilise utilise four up front and play Gapo more as a centre-attacking midfielder. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's felt like we'll do the trend thing first, phase one. Phase two, where, how, do, how do all these pieces I've got fit together? And he's just looking at it all on the board, shuffling them around, going, right, okay, we'll give you a little round like that. Okay, that works. Okay. He's already like said, hasn't he, that he's changed all his training methods, and he was gonna, he was planning on doing it next season. But he, he said, we might as well Sporty do it now because we're winning games again, so we might as well keep. One going thing with it. which was massively notable was Gatpo's work rate. Was when Trent was moving to the midfield. Was obviously you've got that whole left, the right side exposed, Brentford's left hand side in, and Bueno kept going in there, but Gatpo was tracking him constantly. So it's. The only reason why I suggested Henderson was because I think he's fit now and yeah. I think he just naturally slipped There's in There's also, Tony, is that Leicester are fighting for their lives and they'll do yeah. what... We've, we've got a bit of muscle memory from this of teams who are just focused on set pieces and actually, whether it's Henderson or Gapo, you've got another big lad and that actually might work to a, the back... Well, it's why I thought, for the it's why I thought thing Nunes well. was important against Brentford, to be honest with yeah. you, because he is that little bit taller and stuff, isn't he? Yeah, and maybe, that's, maybe that'll be part of his thinking about keeping Gapo in the midfield and then you keep Nunes because... And you've got Henderson then in reserve. You've, you've got a ton of tall, taller options in there. The thing is, is the thing with Gakpo, and, you know, I'm saying this after, you know, he probably should have slotted two against Brentford. But if there's someone I want in and around the area to knit everything together, it's Cody Gakpo. He was brilliant on the right-hand side of midfield, but he faded in and out because of how much work he had to do getting back for Trent and covering because that's the system we play now. And to have that good of an attacker who knits everything together up top and creates the spaces for everyone else... To not have him, to have him also having to track back where he can't express himself as much, you know, I'd I'd rather go back to the other way. But if I'd I'd really I'd, I'd yeah. love I'd to see Jota on front. the ball in the penalty area personally than than Gakpo. I think it's no coincidence that when Firmino was in his for the form of his life in 2018-2019 with Mane and Salah around him playing that role, when we lost that either through decline or injury, we played significantly worse and now we're playing significantly better because we've got a player in that role who's who's actually able to able to do it to a level that Firmino was doing it in my opinion and I think in a, in a season or two I think Gakpo will excel even even better and Does, if he he's missing I think he's missing a couple more goals probably that's my only real criticism Gakpo's helped Nunes significantly him coming in and going into that he's role helped everyone. He's helped took, no but I mean specifically he's took Nunes out of the firing line in terms of Liverpool fans because if we'd have had Nunes for that run of games and he was as inconsistent as he's been there'd be a lot more questions going into pre-season yeah. and I think Gakpo's helped massively but I we, think we had a really interesting sort of the, the interesting conundrum he's got with those forward lads is I think if you want to play a false nine, then you need both you guys to be flyers either side. And Jota's not, mm-hmm. but he does functionally do what Mane would do in terms of getting in the right positions to score the goals. Diaz is the flyer, but he's not a goal scorer. I don't think he's as much of a goal scorer. He's not, he's not dynamic. Exactly. So I, I think in theory he suits Gakpo better because he's got the pace to get in there but I don't think that's necessarily totally naturally his game. I think he wants to be a provider. So I think he weirdly suits Darwin up front potentially more because he wants to be given Darwin Nunes the ball whereas Jota wants to be the guy wants to be given the ball wants to be the main man wants to stick in the back of the net so it's a slight odd fit. I don't think there's anything that's quite I don't think we can truly 
We haven't replaced. I don't think we'll Mane, Salah. Season. For me, no, yeah, I, I, I think that's it. Ultimately, it when the other pieces of the puzzle are brought in on you know on the, when the transfer window opens and stuff. Right now, I really do just believe he's looking at all of his options because yeah. he knows Gakpo's boss of the night. Everyone is. It's a, as soon as he came in through the door, everyone was probably thinking he's going to play on that left hand side. But really, Diaz, when he comes back, is he really going to play? So as soon as he put him in that nine, everyone was like, "Man, he's got absolutely everything." Yeah. Looks like for me, you know, two point zero exactly like you were saying then. He must. Klopp must have a plan in place because yeah. when 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 all those signings, if you put them all on paper, when we when we actually sign them, I thought we've got so many left sided forwards here. Like we've got too many. Like who are we going to sell? What what's he going to do? Because Nunes played as a wide as a wide player for Benfica and scored a lot of goals there. Diaz obviously for Porto. Uh, Jota for Wolves was playing on the left and the right hand side. So I was like, well, where do these all fit in? But he's actually he is actually. Making it work. Gapo's so clever though, isn't he? You yeah. can tell just watching him. He just he just understands football. Like. It's a shrewd bit of business that's, though. That's exactly why I'd rather Jota in the box for a chance. Like, I don't think anyone could score the goal they scored against Tottenham in the final minute. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think yeah. that's Jota written all over it. But in terms of knitting play together, I don't think there's anyone like Gakpo. Jota's good at it. He can play with his back to goal, but. What it's what you're getting out of the midfield. And I think my, my sort of point here is I love Gakpo in the nine. I think yep. he's been brilliant. In fact, I was saying it before he came in. I think he might play in the nine. Did deep dive shows on it and stuff. Totally understand what he brings to a club. But like, what are you getting out of the midfield? My thing is, I don't think Jordan Henderson's very good at that role. And I think Gakpo's got the potential to be better. So is the difference between Gakpo and or Henderson... Higher up in the eight. Yeah. Is, yeah, is yeah. the difference between Gakpo and Henderson... Because I agree... I'd rather have Gakpo and Nick to play together, but is the difference minimal between them two? And is the difference a little bit You're bigger between You're thinking in terms of midfielder, between the lines, picking the ball up from Trent, and then he's just got, like you said, because he's such an intelligent footballer and he can knit so much together. Is You put him on the right-hand side, yes, he's a bit wasted because of the work rate he's got to do back for Trent, but just, in that, just on the half-turn, receiving the ball, you trust Gapo more than anyone in the team, but barring Trent to slip a ball down the side for Salah, for Jotter in that position, you can put, this is what I mean, you can put him anywhere, he's just been that good, and that's another reason why you look at our transfer business for the past couple of years and you go, that's why Liverpool have been where they are, because of business like that. I agree with all this, I just don't think we're seeing the full picture we're not, yet. That's no, no, no. Point, isn't I it? can't we, wait till we get midfielders in and then you I get know. to see what he does with that. Yeah, that we're, we're, every game we see, we're still refined and we're, we're and yet, asking questions sorry, and, and yet finding the, new the thing is, in all of these sorts of computations everyone's doing, I ain't got a place for Nunes. No, that's, but that's the problem. I think, I think he must, he must do. That's what I think. I think he's got to have he, in his head. He's got. I think he, he's got a front four with, with like you said, Gatbo playing in mid, in centre attacking mid, and then he'll have it. He'll have a rotational front three of Nunes. It's horses for courses. I, mm. I think. I think because I think I agree at the moment. And I said this the other week. He's a bit. He's a bit like in the Origi role at the moment. Where he's not a natural fit, but you know, if you put him in, he will score. He'll score. He's goal scorer. He will score eventually for you. But I do wonder whether there are games where you want a more Henderson-like person in that eight because there are games where you're playing a good side and you want someone who's a bit more game intelligent going back the other way. And you're going you're gonna to look to fight for it a bit more. Whereas games, and hopefully most of the games you're going to play are going to be against a bunch of teams who are just defending for their lives. Yeah. And that's ones where you're going to have 65% possession plus... You, you might as well have Cody Gakpo in the or eight. Harvey Elliott or, or Harvey Elliott, like exactly. That. exactly. Um, okay, let's have some score predictions from you guys then. Uh, away at, what's it called? The King Harvey Power Stadium. Stadium. Filbert Street as well. I nearly said the Walkers. Yeah, the Walkers. <laughs> um, 
Pizzo, what do you think? Chloe's going to wait me here. 3-1, I reckon. I literally was thinking that. All right, that's wow. all right then. So obviously now she ate it because she wanted to say it. <laughs> yeah, that's all right, I'll change it. I was thinking 3-1, but do you know what's a mad stat? Is, have you seen... So we've been defensively terrible this season. Alison's on 13 clean sheets, two behind her hair. Do you know how mad that is when I've seen that yeah. today? I think it's 2-0. I think we'll keep oh, it clean sheets. I was going to say 2-0. Yeah, I'm going to 2-0 as well. I think we'll come out of the gates flying personally. I think we'll try and get a goal in the first like four or five minutes and then, yeah. I wouldn't put a bet against another 1-0 here where we just mm. get get the goal and just go, thanks. Nice sound. But Nunes I would prefer, off the bench. Yeah. But I, but I would infinitely <laughs> prefer it too. I'm, I'm here for just some games of football. Mm. Let's, let's have some routines. That being said, there is something to it. I think game state will depend on what happens in the other fixtures in the weekend, because you might just find we we want to go we want to go and let the handbrake off. They've had a week off. They've recharged the batteries. They can go again. You know we've been running on fumes. I think the last week or so, just trying to get through that little run of games. And now it's like there's three games left. It's there's two weeks of football. Laughing. Let's just go and put a put a show on, and everyone's going to be watching Monday Night Football, Liverpool. Especially if Leeds get a result against Newcastle, we can go and batter them. Then all of a sudden, we're the story. Liverpool are the team on the on the up, and everyone's quaking in the boots. I'll live for that five 0 Liverpool. (laughs) (laughs) Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.